You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 214. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today we are talking about one of my very favorite topics, and that is list building. In fact, I have a motto about list building, and it's very simple. And here it goes. It's not going to blow your mind, but it's important. Always be list building. It's one of my favorite mottos, and for good reason. Your list is such an incredibly powerful resource as an online business owner, one that surpasses social media or any other efforts that you can make online. So part of your list-building efforts has to be having an effective lead magnet, a freebie, a giveaway, front and center, both figuratively and literally. I want you to be talking about this freebie all the time, everywhere you go. You make it the best thing you've got for free and you tell everybody about it. And I also, when I talk about literally have a lead magnet front and center, I want you to place it on the homepage of your website and also as a standalone webpage that you can send traffic to when you are on a Facebook live or doing an Insta story, or when you are interviewed on somebody else's podcast, you could send them directly to a webpage. There's not a lot of extra information there. It's just that freebie that you promised. Now, I get a lot of questions all the time that sound something similar to, but Amy, how do I know which type of lead magnet to create? You might be seeing quizzes and guides and cheat sheets and checklists and templates and swipe files and, oh my gosh, so many choices, so little time. So I'm here to give you the ultimate guide to choosing the right lead magnet for your audience. And I'm going to cover seven types of lead magnets that I think are the most valuable and that are working right now. I'm here to make the process much easier for you so you can make a decision and move on to the bigger and better things that you're dying to work on in your business. But you're not working on those because you know, I need a list in order to promote and to nurture a tribe and to really build true relationships. So you know you need this lead magnet, let's make decisions and then just move on. So I'm going to walk you through the seven types of lead magnets. I'm going to help you to decide which one is right for you and your audience. And I'll give you a bunch of examples of lead magnets from some of my good friends and peers. And I will make sure to give you the pros and the cons of each, again, to help you to decide which lead magnet is right for you and your audience. I'm also including an incredibly helpful freebie with examples of each of the lead magnets I'm going to discuss here today, because seeing the examples in addition to hearing about them makes this mini training more actionable for you. So to get the freebie, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 214 download, amyporterfield.com forward slash 214 download. Now, if you already have a lead magnet, listen up here. I want you to take a good look at your numbers. I don't say this a lot, but this is truly how I feel. 
Conversion rates are subjective. And so instead of asking me, well, what's a good conversion rate, Amy? What I want you to do instead is look at your numbers and your numbers only. We're not gonna compare you to anybody else because most of the time, because you're not looking behind the scenes of their business, but you're looking behind the scenes of yours, you are comparing apples and oranges. And I don't want you to do that. So let's just look at your numbers and dig into the analytics, figure out your conversion rates, and then start charting it. Your goal is to be getting leads every single day. And I'd like to see a steady climb upwards because you're going to start sending more and more quality traffic to get that lead magnet and they're going to see it and opt in. And if you're not seeing the kind of list growth you want to see, it does start with the quality of your lead magnet. That's why we're going to talk about choosing the right one for you and your audience. But from there, once you do lock in your freebie, your lead magnet, we can talk about driving quality traffic to it. In fact, I already have a podcast episode all about that. I'm going to link you to it a little bit later, but I want you to stay focused here on making sure you chose the right lead magnet for your business. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and get started. Let's do this. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Okay, we are starting at the top. I've got seven different lead magnets to run through with you. And the first one is a cheat sheet. Now, a cheat sheet is near and dear to my heart because I use it a lot. If you've ever gotten any one of my freebies from the podcast, probably you've gotten a cheat sheet from me. Now, it's roughly defined as a series of pages that offers steps, examples, and lots of imagery to help illustrate a strategy. I like the cheat sheet because it's easy to skim. And my motto with lead magnets is to make them incredibly easy to get to the finish line. Meaning you don't want people to be taking weeks to get through your lead magnet. That's not a good experience. And that doesn't get them back into the funnel engaged with you. You want to go for those quick wins inside of your lead magnet. You want them easy to digest. And a cheat sheet does just that. 
Now, some of my cheat sheets are seven, eight, nine pages long. That's fine. But again, they're easy to skim and they have lots of imagery to show examples so people really get it. For example, on the homepage of my website, I have a core lead magnet called 20 Smart Strategies to Rapidly Grow Your Email List. Tons of examples in there. Also, I show different strategies in terms of a pop-up box and different landing pages and different tools you can use. So again, it's very valuable, but it's not too heavy to get through. So a pro of a cheat sheet is that it's a quick read, shots of information that are easy to use, and they're also eye-catching. So you can set them up in a way that people really gravitate toward your content because it just looks good and it's set up in an easy way. Now, one of the cons is that you don't really go deep with a cheat sheet. By definition, they're meant to be quick hits. So if you've got to go deep with your lead magnet, you're not going to do a cheat sheet because people skim those really quickly. So just something to think about. All right, let's move on to number two. Number two is the workbook. Now with a workbook, you are providing information as well as take action pieces for your potential clients or students to actually take some time to get the ideas out of their head and onto paper. So when they do the work, they are more likely to get the results that they're looking for. Now, an example of this is Anne Samoylov, and she has a workbook, How to Plan a Rock Solid and Successful Launch, and she takes you through 10 steps to launching with exercises along the way. So that's a more robust example of a lead magnet workbook. I recently did a mini workbook for episode 210, where I walked you through the five lessons I've learned from one of my virtual mentors, Shonda Rhimes. And if you get the freebie for episode 210, you'll notice that there's a lot of space for you to fill in the answers to get the ideas out of your head and onto paper so that you realize what you're thinking and then you kind of make some shifts, move some things around to get the results that you're looking for. So those are two examples. And Samoylov has a great one for her launch workbook and then a mini workbook in episode 210 that I've done. So some pros and cons. There's a lot of perceived value in a workbook as you're not only sharing your content, but you're making it applicable and actionable. Plus, it's a great opportunity to share resources. So in Anne's case, she shares a lot of resources inside of her workbook so that people can go and actually get things done. Plus, those resources you share can be affiliate links. So you're actually maybe generating some revenue from your workbook lead magnet as well. The con is that this lead magnet is definitely more of an investment of your time and effort for your potential customer. So there's no quick hits here. The payoff is sitting down and working through each exercise. So it's going to take your potential customer a little longer to get through. It doesn't have to be a lot longer. And also it's going to take you a little longer to put it together. So it's not as fast and easy as a cheat sheet. However, I'd say it was more valuable if people do the work. All right, let's move on to lead magnet type number three. 
Number three is a guide. Now, a guide is more of a narrative where you can lead your potential customers through a story and then stack the value throughout. So a great example of this is my friend James Wedmore's guide, 17 Tiny Tweaks That Produce Big Results, where he walks through a little bit about him and then the outcome of the report and then some amazing principles every entrepreneur should know. Then he goes through the 17 marketing tips. So he actually dives a little bit deeper here, and he doesn't just deliver these 17 tiny tweaks he promises, but he guides you through why you would want to do these tweaks and what that could mean for you and what it has meant for him as well. So a guide is definitely more meatier than a workbook and definitely more meatier than a cheat sheet. So the pro here is that I think it is off the charts valuable to put together a guide. James's example is perfect of this. You walk away and you feel like, wow, I really learned something here. And a guide that is well done will make somebody say, I can't believe this is free. So that's when we're getting into that sphere of, holy cow, I would have paid for this. Now, if you can get somebody to say, I would have paid for this if you gave them a cheat sheet, or I would have paid for this if you gave them a workbook, that's awesome. And you can get there. But for a guide, they 100% should be saying that because it is, again, so meaty, which is a weird word. And I'm sorry to all my vegans out there. Now, a con here is that just like the other two, it definitely takes some time to put something like this together. You're not just going to sit down and in 30 minutes, you've got it whipped up. That's not what I'm talking about. Also, you have to be really careful. So I see this as a con. You have to be really careful that you don't make it too robust, too long, too heavy, that people just don't get through it. So if James is saying 17 tiny tweaks that produce big results, he doesn't have to do five pages about why each of those 17 tweaks are important. He can still do quick hits with each of them. So don't make your guide too heavy while you're trying to make it so irresistible people would pay for it. It's a fine line you're walking there. I know you can do it, but I just want you to be really mindful of it. All right, let's move on to number four. Number four is a freebie that is a video training or an audio training. So with this, you're giving visitors the opportunity to hear or watch a piece of your content. And you could be direct to camera in the video. So at this point, they could be seeing you, which makes things a whole lot more personal. Now, right now, video is where it's at and it's only getting more popular. So I think doing a... 15, 20 minute video training as your freebie is a fantastic idea. I also love the idea of doing a training that is audio because people can put you in their earbuds and walk around town with you and learn from you no matter where they are or what they're doing. So I love that as well. And I believe that audio is an extra layer of the personal as well. So Number four, video and audio, we're definitely getting closer to our potential customer and making a bigger connection with them. Now, a great example, one of my favorites is Marie Forleo, and she offers an hour-long freebie 
on the homepage of her website called How to Get Anything You Want. And it's a fantastic introduction to who she is, an inspirational powerhouse. So you really also get to see the person's personality and their teaching style and what they're all about. You don't always get that from a PDF, a guide, a workbook, a cheat sheet, a checklist. You typically aren't going to get that. So I love this way of delivering a freebie. So I've already said some of the pros, but a few others is that there is a higher perceived value with audio or video. So people are going to think that they're getting something really extra special. You can connect with your audience on a whole different level when it's audio or video. And also it doesn't seem too pushy or salesy when you talk about what you do and what you offer, even in a lead magnet, when people can hear you or see you. You can make it really conversational, which doesn't always come across that way in a PDF. So there's tons of pros to this one. Now the con, because I'm just thinking about you as the content creator, It's more work and it could be more money. If you don't feel comfortable recording the video on your own, you might bring in an inexpensive, although you're still paying for it, video guy or video gal. And so there's a little money right there and you might not feel very comfortable in front of video. Now, you know the truth. If you are super awkward in front of video, don't make that your lead magnet. Wait till you get more comfortable on video, which you will with time, but don't make that the first introduction that people are going to see with you. Maybe you feel that you're way more comfortable on audio versus video. Do that. If you like this idea and you want to get more personal with your audience and video is definitely not your thing, I love audio just as much. And if Marie Forleo's doing it, guys, it's obviously working. So this is one of my favorites by far. Moving on to number five, a challenge. So with a challenge, you obviously are challenging your audience to do something every single day for seven to 10 days. I did one of my favorite guest episodes ever on the podcast with Zach Spuckler, and it was episode number 144. So if you're interested in challenges, that's the episode for you. amyporterfield.com forward slash 144, how to prepare, plan and execute a profitable five-day challenge. So Zach and I walk you through the step-by-steps of how to put together a challenge, this one with a twist. The end game of that challenge is to make money, where today I'm just talking about list building, but still you're gonna get so much out of that episode, you might wanna take your challenge to a new level. Challenges are fantastic for list building. So for my example, I have a good friend and a fellow mastermind member, Stacy Tuchel. And if you don't know Stacy, she's a business coach who is passionate about helping women entrepreneurs. Stacy has a five-day limitless growth challenge where you get videos, a PDF workbook, and homework every single day for five days. And you're also entered into a contest as part of the challenge, which is really exciting. But the challenge needs to get your audience to do something and not just do something, but once they do something, it either changes how they think, how they feel, some results in their business or their life. So you have to have an end game to that challenge. How do you want that person to be at the end of the challenge? Really important. Now, one of the humongous pros to a challenge is that when you do it right, it's a huge list builder, probably more so than all seven different examples I'm giving you here. And so 
a well-executed challenge will attract people that aren't necessarily in your tribe. People can easily share it with their friends and get other people involved. It can be a huge list builder. And also, you get to share more about your personality, your teaching style, just who you are, your brand, because typically when you're doing a challenge, you're the leader of the challenge. So every day you're their cheerleader. You're encouraging them to keep moving forward. They get to see a different side of you than they ever would inside of a guide or a workbook, cheat sheet, checklist, anything like that. So huge pros to a challenge. Now, because there are huge pros, there's also going to be some big cons. A challenge takes some time, strategy, and focus to put together. And I don't think you should whip it up in an hour and be done with it. You've got to execute it on the calendar. You want to make sure that every day you've got your email set up and you know how you're going to talk about it on social. You're likely recording some videos either during the challenge or before the challenge. It's a thing. You can't take it lightly and it wouldn't be the first lead magnet I would ever suggest to you. But if you're ready for it and you feel that you can get your tribe engaged, by all means, take (laughs) no pun intended, but I guess it is, take the challenge and do a challenge because I think it could work really well across so many different industries. Okay, moving on to lead magnet type number six, a quiz. Now, I love me a good quiz. They are quick and they're fun and I learn stuff about myself when I take a quiz. And as a marketer, there's so much you can do after somebody takes a quiz. Now, I'll get into the pros and cons here in a moment, but I can see right now quizzes are getting more and more popular. So I highly recommend you think about doing a quiz. One example of this is a quiz I did during B-School. So what I did is I actually hired a copywriter to help me create a quiz for those that were asking me, Amy, do you think I'm right for B-School? Or do you think I'm a good fit? Or do you think I'm ready for this? I knew that question was coming. And so we created a quiz together so that someone could genuinely know, like get the honest truth if they were ready to dive in. But not just that. The quiz wasn't like, yes, you're ready or no, you're not. But more so, a lot of the quiz went around, yes, you're ready, and here's why, and here's where you can get value in B-School. There were like four different levels of yes, and here's why, and here's where. But there was also, of course, a no, and that dove into why they were not ready and what to do instead. So there's layers to a quiz, and I don't think you should take this lightly because you are reflecting back to somebody about who they are or where they are at right now in their life, and you want that to be genuine and true. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that quiz in episode 219 coming up with Tyler McCall because we were talking about how to use Instagram and DMs and a quiz. So I'll get into more details there. But let's talk about some of the pros and cons around a quiz. The pro is that as a marketer, you are going to learn so much about your audience because they're going to land into one of your quiz categories, like quiz results after they take it. So you're going to learn who your audience is and what they're all about. That is gold right there. 
Now, for your community that is taking the quiz, they are going to learn about themselves. And they're also going to get marching orders if you do this quiz right, so they know what to do with the information that you're sharing with them. So they're going to learn about themselves, and they're going to have resources to make the shifts that they want to make or get the resources that they need. So there's so much value on both sides for the marketer, you, and for your community. Now, a con, as you can see, I have a pattern here. Each time I give you a different type of lead magnet, it's getting a little bit more intense in terms of what it's going to take for you to create this lead magnet. Quizzes can be tricky to create and to set up. It's not a quick lead magnet, that's for sure. In terms of the content, what you are creating, you want it to be valuable, of course, that's a given, but even more so, you want it to be true to the quiz taker. So be very mindful of the questions you're asking and then the results that you're creating from those questions. I hate when I take a quiz and it dumps me out some results that I feel are so incredibly generic and not true to who I am. So you have to be very mindful of that. Also, once you give somebody their results, you want to give them marching orders. You might give them some links to your latest blog post or a podcast episode you did to offer more value in terms of the results that they just got from you. Or you want to give them some action items. So there has to be some marching orders with the results. Again, there's layers to a quiz, and that's why it takes more time, effort, and just full focus. So in terms of actually setting it up, you want to have some smart technology that will walk them through the quiz seamlessly. I love Interact. That's what we used. And so if you want to see the tool I use, just go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Interact and really easy to use, inexpensive, and it makes your quiz look legit. And you know, I'm all about looking pro. So this is one tool I highly recommend. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. 
Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. All right, we are in the home stretch with lead magnet type number seven, a free course. Now, when you think of a free course, I don't want you to think of the type of course that I teach you how to create in courses that convert. That is way too big. That's not what I'm talking about here. Think in terms of a mini training. A great example of this is my good friend, Ray Edwards, copywriting genius, Ray Edwards, and he has a free course called Permission to Prosper. And you get a series of videos where he walks you through how to create a business based on your ideas. I love this because definitely you walk away thinking, oh my gosh, that was so good, I would have paid for it. But you also get a glimpse of how he teaches and his knowledge and his skill set, and the fact that you want to learn from a guy that is that smart. Like you, you see it all in that mini training. You get a glimpse of what you might pay for down the road. So that's the pro right there you are actually getting to showcase your great talent of teaching and you're getting to showcase how quickly you can get somebody to have those aha moments before they actually take out their wallet and pay you for it. Now, of course, the con is like the same with all the other cons. This one definitely is gonna take more time and effort. Not a lot of extra money, but time and effort for sure. Also, there's another con here. Your audience could feel like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to buy anything right now. Like I just went through this mini course. I'm going to digest it and apply it and see if it actually gets me results. So I'm good for now. You are walking a thin line here of satisfying your customers just enough that they're not really interested in buying right now. So be careful with those mini training free courses because you could push people to think, I'm good, thanks a lot. Or at least it takes them a lot longer to get to the point that they wanna spend money with you. There's a way around this. I think Ray's example is a perfect one. I don't think you walk away feeling that way. That's why I wanted to give him a shout out there. But I've seen many that they're so intense that I think, uh, I'm good for a long time. So be careful with that for sure. Okay, so we just went through the seven types. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown one more time. Number one, a cheat sheet. And I forgot to tell you, I don't think I said this, a cheat sheet, a lesser version of that would be a checklist. 
So I'm all about checklists as well. If you teach something that people are going to go through step-by-step and they're just checking it off. I did that. Yep. I did that. I did that. I love a good checklist as well. Very satisfying to check those boxes off. So type number one, a cheat sheet or abbreviated version, a checklist. Number two, a workbook. Number three, a guide. Number four, a video or an audio training. And that's just like one video or one audio. Number five, a challenge. Number six, a quiz. And number seven, a free course. So as you can see, each of those got a little bit more intense as we went down the list. And if you're just starting, if you're brand new, I want you to stay with number one or two, a cheat sheet or a workbook. Stay there. But if you've been at it for a while and you think, I need to refresh my lead magnet, it's just not a good representation of who I am, what I teach, and what my students need and want from me, then I want you to think about a video training or an audio or a quiz or a challenge or a mini training. That's where I want you to be spending your time. Here's my challenge to you. In the next 24 hours, I want you to choose which lead magnet you're going to do. Do not give yourself a second over the 24-hour limit because this is not something that should take you a long time to figure out. Once you know the type of lead magnet you want to create, you probably already know the content, so you're off to the races. So this is just get in, get out. I want you to get this done. I want you to be collecting leads every single day so that you can move on to the things in your business that are then going to make you money. So there you have it. I hope you found this all valuable. This is stuff you already know, I am sure. But sometimes it's helpful if somebody just breaks it down, gives you a few examples, and also has a really good freebie so you can see what I'm talking about and not just hear about it. So if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 214 download, amyporterfield.com forward slash 214 download, you could grab the freebie for this episode as well to make it even more actionable. Okay, can't wait to see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, make it a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 